Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, equal housing lender, terms and conditions apply, all loans subject to credit approval. What up, what up, what up, though, Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though, Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, them trap doors supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, 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 though? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode of the show. Before we get started, salute to the sponsor, salute to Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home. Ah, I just left my train at that. Home, auto, business, life, the great people at Abra Insurance. Go to ableinsurance.net. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. Also, our COVA mortgage, as you heard, our COVA mortgage. If you need a loan and you need to refinance anything or you just need some financial freedom, Go to alcovahighlands.com. Also, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your bets, information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Again, use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, man. So definitely tap into that, man. Y'all need that. So salute to the sponsor, man. Make sure you go to myhawkins.com if you miss any of my content and you want to just go through all the old content, it's there for you. Go to myhawkins.com. So uh, you see the title, man, Three Young Kings. Um, it's taken me a minute to do this podcast episode. It's been it's been a tough week uh, for myself personally because I knew each young man closely. Um, with it, well, exception of Devin, I was still learning and building a relationship with Devin. But um, wanted to do a, a episode honoring 
these three young kings and, and sharing my thoughts on just the entire situation. And this is therapeutic to me, you know, my microphone and, and speaking into it and recording it is, is mental health to me is how I process my thoughts. Um, in the past, you guys have heard me recap games and I could be emotional. I could be very animated. Um, so this is just me, you know, growing up as a, as an only child, you had to learn how to talk to yourself. And this is my way of talking to myself, but in a way I'm still talking to people because I can share it with folks. And, um, yeah, wanted to do this episode and we, we still gonna keep the same vibes for the three young Kings, Lavelle Davis, Jr. Devin Chandler and, uh, Deshaun Perry, um, DJ Petty Hawk still got some songs he wanted to share. And unlike previous episodes where we might share like 60 seconds, um, again, YouTube and Spotify, who, whoever want to mute the music, if you mute this, this episode's music, you ain't got a heart. Cause if you got a, if there's a heart in the house tonight, stand up, stand up. Y'all know, y'all know the movie. Um, but yeah, man, we're going to start it off with some music and, um, you hear my thoughts. Ain't going to be a long episode, but. Let's kick it off. For the young kings, man. Sit back and just sit back and just reminisce. You feel me? It's been a long day without you, my friend. We got a song for each Can one of them. Tell you all about it when I see you. See you again, again. Wiz Khalifa. Here we go. We've come along. From where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it When I see you again When I see you again Damn, who knew All the planes we flew Good things we've been through That I'll be standing right here Talking to you about another path I know we love to hit the road and laugh But something told me that it wouldn't last Had to switch up Look at things different See the bigger picture Those were the days Hard work forever pays Now I see you in a better place See you in a better place Ah. Can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last ride. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I see you again. We've come a long way, yeah, a long way. from where we began. You know we started. Oh, I'll tell you all about it. Be with me for the last one. Let the light 
That song one. Hey, Ballhawk, you over there crying? Man, somebody cutting onions. You know I'm allergic to onions. It's all right to cry, man. You could cry. Okay? Let it out. I told you somebody's cutting onions. Think my wife is cutting onions. There ain't nobody cutting no onions. You over there crying. Can you play the next song? All right. We got the next song. Since Deshaun is from Miami. We got to play some Trick Daddy. So here's song number two, Trick Daddy, Thug Holiday. Thug Holiday. Go ahead, you can cry, it's all right, baby. Everything gonna get great. See, even even Trick Daddy said it's okay to cry, ball, huh? It's okay. This is the time when we take out of Remember all the loved ones we lost in the struggle, you know? I dedicate this to my brother Hollywood, Lil' Toby, Bam, my dog Itchy, and Lil' Trav. I dedicate this to the struggle. Everybody in the county jail state peeing in the feds. Check it out. Check it out. It was one for bad luck. Hell against responsible, have none, but when I think about it, what would I be without my guns? How could I get away from the popos if I miss and run? And why was I giving a daughter when I always pray for a son? Life is crazy, ain't it? Sometimes I even think the same thing. I've been waiting on freedom to ring hell, but ain't a thing changed. And I lost my brother in the struggle, till he hit and lost his mother. And I'm thinking if I lose mine, who can raise my brother? Not the Staying in school, don't use drugs. Who will teach them right from wrong and show them boys true love? So I pray for the better days. Face a bomb and the runaways. And I put my guns away and I pray for peace on Sundays. It's crazy. Just like the soldiers that ain't coming home this year. Just like the fellas in prison. We miss you so much for real. What about the children who ran away? That ain't coming home today Well here's a message from coast to coast Cause when them thugs really needed the most A thug holiday Just like them 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 all these killers and all these conflicts of religions Then the Muslim, Jews, and Christians We know that we're all God's children And there's only one of him Plus ain't none of y'all confront him We so blind in our own mind We wouldn't even know God if we confront him And I read your books and know all your remixes to the Bible What about a verse for the thugs, cure the drugs, and survival Let's add some chapters, name of Mark Malcolm and Farrakhan And all my history books, only one died was the Americans And let's point them out who's responsible for Vietnam and hold on, there's more. We had two world wars, and how come the judges make more than the teachers make when they the one raising all the taxes and got us fighting for education? Life is crazy, ain't it? So many tears throughout the years. Somebody tell me what's going on, and so many lies, but only God knows about the pain deep inside. It gets 
so hard You gotta keep your head up I know you're fed up But stay strong Here's a message from coast to coast Cause when them thugs really need it the most The thugs all right, that was that thug holiday, Trick Daddy, Miami, Miami, Miami. Last but not least, pick it up a little bit, man. Let's get it. It's that Pete Diddy right here, that Puff, Puff Daddy and Faith Evans right here. Let's go. Yeah. Gonna celebrate the homecoming of the three young kings right here. Let's go. Come on. You know the song. Yeah. Seems like that's the day we used to rock the show. I rock the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging on the block for dope. Uh huh. Notorious, they got to know. Come on. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Yeah. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. What? Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see. You open up the gates for me, reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. Come on, dance, man. Out, Come on, dance like Devin would dance. Feelings hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half the breath. I know you're still living your life after death. People like, when you gonna start talking? Well, I'm just vibing to the music right now. My bad. Come on, come on. Second verse, let's go. I know you's all the first verse, but second verse, we rocking second verses today. You nod around, smiling down. Pray for you. Every day we pray for you. We meet again. Keep you friend. To succeed What? My thoughts big I just can't define Wish I could turn back The hands of time Us in the six Shopping new clothes and kicks You and me taking flicks Making hits Stages they receive you Come on Still can't believe They come to course again Wait a minute, wait a minute Every what? I know we're 15 minutes in and we're still rocking. We're still rocking the music. That's how we celebrate right here, man. Celebrate the homecoming of the three young kings. Break it down, Faith. Come on. Take it to the bridge. Come on, 112. Help out. One, twelve, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, y'all doing the Diddy Bob right now. We miss you. 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 And we won't stop. Can't stop. 
gotta let this I gotta let this ride out, man. I'm sorry. Man, that that just got to make your heart feel good right there. That got to make your heart feel good right there. So, yo, ah, remember the three kings, man. Sorry, tearing up, but we're going we gonna to keep going. We ain't adding this out. I ain't doing no adding. Ah. Man, um, how can I start this out? You know what? Let's start from the beginning at the top of the list. Uh man, last Sunday. So on Sundays, I'm, I'm going to be transparent with y'all. On Sundays, usually after I record my recap episode, edit it, send it out, put it on Believe, and then it, and then I share it with Twitter, share it with uh, the Saber, share it with Facebook, share it with Instagram, share it with um, TikTok, all the, all the platforms, right? And I, you know, I make sure everybody has the episode. Um, I usually turn my phone in, like literally, like turn <laughs> turn my phone into my wife, so won't get distracted because it's family time on Sunday. So, um, you know, Sunday, cut my phone off. You know, it's like six six p.m. seven, and um, chill with the family, watching movies, go to sleep, and around like. 3 a.m., I just wake up, and I just, like, couldn't go back to sleep. Like, could not go back to sleep. So I get up at 3 a.m., because I usually get up, like, 4.30, 5 o'clock to go run my four miles with the prolific run crew. Um, But something just would not let me go back to sleep. So I get up. Instead of cutting the bedroom light on, I just went into, you know, our restroom area and our and our bedroom. You know, we you know, with a sink and stuff, shower and stuff, not where the toilet is at, but in the front of our restroom area and I just sat there on my wife's vanity chair and I just go to my phone. I see all these text messages. So I'm thinking, you know I mean like group chats and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, oh, people were probably talking about the games in the group chat and um but it wasn't. It was like, like messages from like players and stuff. So I'm looking, and I just see like it was a shooting that took place on campus. So I'm thinking, oh man, what happened? And um, so I start reading, and I see that some football players that were victims. Like I thought they just got wounded, right? And I see like Mike Name, I see Lavelle, and I'm like, oh man on Twitter and um, I see Papa Perry share that his son was gone so I'm like you know I'm still not coherent what's going on I'm like gone where and uh yeah I just learned you know start reading and, and, and seeing that it was fatalities to Lavelle and then to Deshaun then I remember getting a text from AJ, my man Gucci man, and just expressing to me like how he had a heavy heart, and we just texting back and forth, and you know, just trying to 
keep him up uplifted because those are his brothers that he's attached to directly, you know, seeing every day. Being there for my little bro, even though he's taller than me, but my little bro, Anthony Johnson, and just learning about, you know, just hearing more and more of the details and salute to my my big bro, Tony Coverton, just, you know, talking with him and understanding what took place and, you know, just being met with sorrow and realizing that these young kings are, are, are gone. So I learned about, you know, the veil passing away and um, Deshaun passing away. That hit me tough. And then later on Monday, learning that, that Devin had passed away, learning that Mike was in surgery as well and that he had to have a second surgery. So Monday, Monday, like that morning, you know, going through it, it was tough. Reaching out to my prolific crew and just letting them know that like, yo, I need y'all. It's like four in the morning. Like I need y'all. I need to go run. I can't run by myself because on like Mondays, it's hard for me to make it down to my run crew because of my work schedule and the school system. So I usually run in my own neighborhood and I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm joining the crew this morning. And granted, they had just did a marathon Saturday. So that supposed to be a recovery day. And for them to like, just say, yo, we, we got you. Like, I don't, like basically, you know, a couple of them was like, I don't know how much I can run with you, but we're going to be there and support with you. So I get there Monday early. When I tell you those probably like the hardest four miles I've ever ran. I had to stop several times because I just had a heavy heart. I just wanted to be at the scene, but, you know, went against that, didn't go down that way, but. Just want to thank, you know, Mike, Chris, Will, Littles, Paul, for just being there for me, allowing that safe space for me to just cry. Because I was taught not to cry by my dad growing up. You know, like, you don't cry. Never let nobody see you going through no pain. Like, how that poker face and understanding as I learned about brain states and mental health, how crying is good for the soul. It's releasing that hurt, not keeping it bottled in. It's okay to show that you care. It's okay to show that you feel some type of pain. Can't mask everything. That, that, that my man will always say that the heels will heal. And those heels that day, Run through Prospect and those neighborhoods just started to heal me because I got to just release all my pain, all my sorrow, all my frustration, all my hate, all my resentment in that run that Monday. And schools got canceled, so I got to go home and started getting interview requests. Because I remember talking to Will. Will was like, Ballhawk, you need to like, use your platform and, and just talk about your feelings. And I had nothing. I just kept telling like, I don't know what, I don't have anything to say. My, my language that Monday was crying. That was my language. I just cried a lot Monday. A lot, a lot. 
just cried and cried and cried. And a couple like news outlets was reaching out and I was telling them, no, I'm not available. Um, and then I just decided to to go on a couple because I thought about what Will said. He was like, yo, man, just think about it, man. Just just celebrate their lives. Just just talk. People want to hear from you. Just talk. So I did a couple of interviews Monday, got choked up a couple of times. Each one of them got choked up as I'm choking up right now. But, um, yeah, it was just tough. It's this thing about Lavelle Davis Jr., a young man that was larger than life, literally, you know, six foot seven. I just remember the first time meeting him and just seeing him like just a tall, slim kid with a big smile and just talking to Coach Higgins and, you know, I I call Coach Higgins a biscuit. You know, y'all know Biscuit, my family. We come from Hampton, Virginia. Um, I just remember Biscuit like, Hawk, he'll sponge, he'll work. Anytime you can, just talk to him. Just share just just share with him, break bread with him. Like, he'll work. He got a lot of ability. He just raw, but he got everything. And I just remember one time going up to the McHugh Center and just seeing this tall kid with no shirt on by the goalpost of the practice field. And it was Lavelle. And he was just working on his releases. Just how to smack and swim, smack and dip and rip. He just working by himself. By himself. Nobody else is out there just working. I'm just like, yo. I never seen a kid that tall play receiver. I'm just sitting to myself like, yeah, he definitely going to be a tight end. And then that Duke game, just seeing 81 just have that it. You know? He just had it. As he scored two touchdowns that game versus Duke. Having a big catch versus Clemson. And then hearing, you know, I forgot the game where he scored and then, you know, everything that was going on here and in the world, you know, with the groundskeeper and him putting up the fist after he scored, just him being selfless. All I remember about Laville is that, like that smile. I know this, this year was, you know, tough on him as far as just getting back from the knee injury learning a new system, a new scheme, and, you know, struggling by his standards as far as, like, catching the ball and finishing. Yeah. Knowing he just got baptized last year. Like, how could you not love the air up? Like, my... My nickname for him was the air up there. Like, I can only imagine being six, like, checking a dude that tall and the ball just going up because that's a lot of air up there and only he can be up there. Yeah, man. You know, then you got 41, my man Deshaun Perry. I call him a silent assassin. He looked menacing. And you know, it's 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 funny, right? Like Deshaun. <laughs> oh man. 
it's funny how like as a a player could take on the mannerism, like the mannerisms of his coach. And he came from G Prep down there in Miami, Florida, coached by Earl Sims. Earl Sims is my brother who came in the same was a part of the same freshman class that I was back in nineteen ninety seven here at UVA. And to me, Deshaun was just like Earl. Just like Earl Sims. A guy that from afar you thought was the meanest dude on earth. <laughs> Most intimidating dude on earth. Like they just had this menacing look, right? They just was an epitome of a linebacker. The epitome of nice and physical. The epitome of in the foxhole, I want that dude with me. That was Deshaun. Because he was just like Earl. But just like Earl, he had the side of him that was the softest, I mean, in a respectful way, like the most caring heart. And he was different in a great way. He wasn't your typical football player. Just his mind, his interest in, in the world. Was it like football players we looked at as meatheads? Deshaun wasn't a meathead. He was a renaissance man. He was different. Pottery. Like music. The things that he listened to. Like he didn't fit the mold because we always judge people. He didn't fit the mold of a football player. And he was just like Earl. Who that's still my brother to this day. And man. I think what, what bothers me about DP leaving this earth in the physical form. Just having conversations with his dad and his dad always saying like, look out for him, look out for him. And when I learned that he was gone, it was like, damn. I didn't look out for him. That was my thought, you know? But I'm sorry, man. And then, you know, with, with Devin, Devin weren't 15. And look, to me, man, he reminded me just like my man, Willie Beeman. Devontae Cross. Like, when I first saw Devin, I was like, damn, did Devontae come back another year? Because Devontae wore 15 here at UVA. And Devin came from Wisconsin and one of my good friends, um, Damian Harrell, had a son, has a son, um, Deron Harrell, that's at Wisconsin. So Devin transferred from Wisconsin, just seeing him practice and having a great spirit, always laughing, joking, dancing around. Um, I just felt guilt because I didn't get a chance to really build a strong relationship with him. Just knowing how you could be connected to somebody even when you first meet them. Just like. <sighs> Maybe I should put some. I ain't going to put no background music. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Um, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. Um, But yeah, I wanted to, wanted to share my thoughts on like this situation. Um, So here's my thing. I was kind of debating if I should discuss this situation, but I think I'm going to put this out there because, hell, 
It is what it is. When it came to people reporting on this situation, I kept seeing they were showing this individual that was responsible for taking the three young kings away from us in the physical form. They kept describing him as a former football player at the University of Virginia, former football player at the University of Virginia. And that statement bothers the heck out of me. It bothers me a lot. Like they got to stop saying that. No disrespect to the young. Forget that. Look, here's the thing. Once you're a part of this brotherhood, and this is any university, but I can only speak for the university that 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 I literally shed blood on the field for and tears for and sweat for. Once you put that V in the saber on your chest, on your back, on your shoulders, but but, but on both temples, on the side of your head, whatever. Once you take that photo, that team photo, you locked into the brotherhood. And if you're really from this brotherhood and you really are a former player, you know you don't wish harm on your brothers that's in the same brotherhood. Period. So excuse me if I don't acknowledge that statement when it was describing the individual that was responsible for taking out three young kings. I love each and every person that's ever watered the VN Saber. Past, present, future. Because they're a part of the brotherhood. I'm my only child, so the word brotherhood means a lot to me because I didn't have brothers and sisters. So you can't be a former. Ain't no former. There is nothing. That don't exist to me. Sorry. They got to stop saying that. Mm-mm. You relinquish that in every sense of it. Can't acknowledge it. New. No. If they could do that to the Five Five, if they could do that to the Heisman one by Reggie Bush and others, just because they broke some rules, well, you you broke the ultimate rule. You don't physically remove your brother in the earthly sense. If you truly was, if people gonna describe like they describe me as a, I'd be daggone if I be described the same way as that individual. If somebody say for a former player at the University of Virginia, you can't know. Mm-mm. Don't do it. That's the one thing I really, it was really irking my nerves. Like really irking my nerves. Like stop saying that. Stop showing that photo. Why? Go get another one. You were just an individual. Respectfully. I always say respectfully now because I'm at the time in my life that I don't like to wish any harm or ill will or thoughts on anybody. Back in my earlier walks, I was a very like revenge type, like ah, just out there, but not no more. So I like to be mindful and and show empathy and new. Mm-mm. Um, it was a, a great memorial. Uh, I I decided to just stay home with my family and, and watch it on the ACC network. I thought it was very well done. Thought that each individual that stood up in front of those nine plus thousand people were, were strong and brave. 
And I applaud you and I thank you for sharing the stories and celebrating the life of these three young kings. Dr. Carla, President Ryan, Coach Tony Elliott, all the players that stood up. Y'all some phenomenal young men. Not much courage it takes to stand up in front of 9,000 people and show your vulnerable side at that age. Phenomenal. That's a great group, man. And Coach Elliott, how he closed the show with his uh, reading of the scripture, tying it in to our Lord and Savior, 3, 7, and, and 10. Yeah. Um, I guess the next thought now is just like everybody has questions about, you know, will we play the last game versus Virginia Tech? Uh, we can't we, – we cancel the game versus Coastal Carolina to hold a memorial. I know that the funeral services for our three young kings will be this upcoming weekend, you know, after Thanksgiving. Um, will the team play versus Virginia Tech this upcoming week as scheduled? Will they cancel it when they postpone it? Everybody been asking me on my thoughts. Here is my thoughts, and I'm being very candid with each and everybody because I've learned this over the years. I'm not going to push my personal opinion and my personal beliefs onto an individual or individuals, right? I don't have a thought on if they should play or not. I will support the decision that the team and coaches decide. So for anybody that's reached out to me through social media, through email, through direct message, I don't have an opinion. Somebody asked me, what would I do? I think when we always say what I would do, you, most of the time when we get into the what I would do bag is you realize that the thought that we're sharing with the individual is our belief. And sometimes we're going to get passionate because we're going to get stuck in the mind frame of what I would do. So you feel like what you would do should be the thought process of others. And that's why we get so passionate about our stance because we're including our own feelings. Here's the thing. People ask me, have I ever played through deaths? Yes, but I was older than these young men. You know, my rookie year for the Colorado Crush in 2003, I learned that my grandmother passed away. Ma, my, my dad's mom. We played on a Saturday. I learned on a Friday night as soon as we landed in Tampa, Florida. I played the next day. That was therapeutic for me. Had one of my best games. That was me at that age. 2003, I was what? Was it 21, 22? 20, 21, 22? I don't know. I'm 43 now, so you do the math. 
and I was a professional. That's a little different. I like I I really think a lot of times when when you are competing, and we hear athletes say all the time, they would they would have wanted me to play. They would have wanted me to play. They would have wanted me to do this. They would have wanted me to do that. And a lot of times you use that sport to mask the true pain that you have. And we don't know that could be therapeutic. It could be dangerous because your mind can wander as well with this violent sport. So I see both ends of the coin. So some folks are saying you shouldn't leave this decision down to 19 to 20-year-olds. 21-year-olds or 18-year-olds. Some say, hey, they should go home and be with family. Some, like myself, be like they're around their brothers. Like, that's what you want. Like, you lost a fallen brother. You want to be around your brothers. And some folks want to feel like they want to honor their brothers. And some may feel like they can't concentrate and be, quote, violent at this point in time. So, I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. I don't have an opinion. People say, you got to have an opinion. No, I don't. I don't. (laughs) Like, I really, I don't. I say that wholeheartedly, 10 holes now. I do not have to have an opinion. You can have yours. I don't have one. If they decide not to play the rest of the year, cool. I'm with them. I applaud you. If they decide to play this week, cool, I'm right there. If they decide to play two weeks later, cool, I'm right there. At the end of the day, I'm ten toes down for your decision. That's what I do. I'm going to ride for you. So, if anybody is wondering what Ahmad Hawkins, a.k.a. the ball hawk, feels on this situation, so they play or should they not, I'm with them. That's my response. I'm with their decision. With ball hawk? Do you feel like I'm with their decision? Well, have you ever played after deaths? Yep, but I'm with their decision. It don't matter to me. Because I can't tell somebody what's therapeutic for them. I don't have the answers. I'm not a doctor. That's not my specialty in a sense. All I can share is use my testimony and what I did at a at an older age. I was never in that situation at their age. If I, oh, now, granted, when my cousins got murdered in February 1998, y'all know what happened in November in 98. That pose that you see was because of the deaths of my cousins in 1998 that got murdered. But when they got murdered, and even though I was had just had surgery, was on crutches, I had solace in going to the weight room and lifting weights. Letting that pain out, I wanted to do something active. When I learned about the three deaths of these young kings, I went and ran. I needed something active. Anytime I'm dealing with something, I, I let the hills heal me. Whatever heals these young men and this coaching staff, I just encourage them to utilize that and look into that. That's my thoughts. I appreciate everybody for taking the time out. To listen to me today, salute to the Young Kings, Lavelle Davis Jr., Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry. Love you guys. Miss you guys.
Um, it's still very surreal. Selfishly, I wish you were still here selfishly, but through my beliefs, you're in the greatest place that you can be right now. You're at the top. You're part of the stars shining down right now. That's all I got, man. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do, man. Love on your loved ones. Don't depart them without telling them you love them. If something's petty, resolve it because you just never know. And when somebody leaves this earth in a physical form, it's a reminder to you that just make sure you cherish the time you have with the person you love. And don't take it for granted, man. Celebrate them. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.